Hello everyone and welcome to the Flexthetic podcast. I'm your host Radhika and with each episode my goal is to bring to you a very real conversation with elite athletes from across the country about their fitness journeys. This episode is also in collaboration with one of my favorite brands Habit Health. Check out their range of grade A proteins in absolutely brilliant flavors. My favorite's cafe latte of course. And use code FLEX10 to get a site-wide discount and free shipping. Moving on to our guest for today, Shwetambari Shetty is a very popular name amongst all of us. She's also synonymous to CureFit now being a fitness expert there. And she also founded Tribe Fitness Studio which got later acquired by CureFit. Shwetambari is also a Nike elevator trainer for India and a master trainer for Zumba Fitness. She's also a new mom and having recently hit 1 million followers on Instagram, she has motivated me in my fitness journey ever since 2018. Shwetambari, I am really really happy to have you with me here. It's been an absolute delight to see your journey. Um I mean right since 2018 since I've been in class to like now actually speaking to you attending your classes in Delhi when you've come taken guest classes I mean it's inexplicable first of all to tell you like the sort of energy I feel when you are there around in class and also you've been an inspiration and motivation to millions of people who follow you who've attended your classes who've been following your journey thanks radhika this means so much i think you know i'm just very excited to be here talking to you and i hope you know all the listeners really enjoy our conversation i've been following the shway says column <laughs> that you actually right i want you to tell what is your favorite shway says <laughs> till date most of the things that you say there are things that people might not know right like i mean like i read something which said that a six pack ab is not equivalent to having a strong core absolutely absolutely so yeah so i mean uh, a friend of mine gave me this idea because he's he is you know um, into social media and works you know in the digital space for another company and he's the one who said you know you should probably do something like this because uh, you do share a lot of information in general so i said yeah and then of course we got the whole hashtag of shwes as in work quite well but my favorite is you know the one i think something that i wrote right at the beginning which talks about your body is designed to move right and if, if it was designed to do something else then it if it was designed to sit then it wouldn't be the way it is right now because i think that's what we all fail to understand that if our if humans were designed to sit long hours then you know we would not have an ankle joint or a knee joint right the hip joint Uh, the hinge at the hip is good enough to sit and get up so i just keep talking about this in you know pretty much every conversation i have with anyone or at a corporate talk or absolutely anywhere and that's how that's where even my book you know uh, got all the ideas from right and that's why it's called get moving right because i feel like if if human beings you know uh, are just going to be sitting long hours you're just going to be rusting your body rusting your joints and your ligaments and tendons and uh, we don't belong to you know that category where we're just supposed to be sitting i mean if you look at our ancestors 
and of course i look at my parents i look at my grandparents and all of that and i i've, I've it's just very clear and of course our ancestors and all that and where we come from i mean we are supposed to be moving very often absolutely like i talk about 10000 steps but 10000 steps honestly is nothing mm. um, <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, yeah. If my father at the age of seventy-four is able to do fifteen, twenty thousand steps a day, then I think all of us should be doing about twenty, twenty-five thousand steps a day, and that's what will actually keep you strong and fit and healthy and lean and all of that. I am here sitting at home trying to figure out how do I finish my ten k within the house. So, what do you think? Someone um, in a situation where they they can't go out very often should try okay. looking at getting in more movement. you know it's really about how conscious you are about you know moving more often right so you can you you typically don't if you realize that you don't really sit more than one hour in a particular place you end up getting up and moving for something it could be to fetch something it could be to go to the washroom it could be absolutely anything but what we do is we often just tend to get up and just get to where we have to and you know that's about it and come back and sit down but i always make it a very uh, make a conscious effort that when i get up if it's every 30 minutes or 1 hour or 15 minutes uh, you know 2 hours i ensure i walk for 5 to 10 minutes mm. so i not only complete my task whatever that may be you know go to yeah. the kitchen or go to the washroom but i ensure i walk up and down the room for at least 5 to 10 minutes right and if i've consecutively done that every hour or every 2 hours by the end of the day i've easily done 8000 10000 steps right yeah. uh, you just need to track it and i think all of us today wear a tracker that's a different story or all of us today carry our mobile phones oh, with us wherever yeah. we go it's a part of our body so there are so many apps that give some accurate tracking so it's just as simple as that you know get off your chair for whatever reason but try to stay off it and move a little bit in your spot for 5 10 minutes in fact i remember in the during the belly burn challenge also and this was during you know our lockdown second lockdown and all that there was this uh, lady who won the challenge she had done like in 4 weeks 7 lakh steps that's like averaging wow. 20 25000 every day and this was all in her house right and she would do her calls walking she would yeah she would just keep walking through the day like she would sit for whatever half an hour 40 minutes she would get up and walk So I'm just saying that it's. I mean, she's also a marathoner and all of that. So I think it probably came to her a lot more easier than most other people. But it's something that you need to consciously keep in mind. That okay, I get up, I walk, I get my task done, and I come back. And then you won't even really need to step out, you know, to get a walk. There are so many ways to make fitness simple. I mean, it doesn't have to be so complex, especially for the ones who do not want to step out and make, you know, uh, make it about a gym and stuff like that. You can do a lot of things at home. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, I think it's all about feeling good, making it more sustainable, and getting in some amount of movement. What is a typical morning in Shwe's day? Honestly, I'm not such a morning person. That <laughs> I think I have become that because of you know the the career that I chose. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that if you you know enjoy fitness, you have to wake up in the morning. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. But. Um, I think because I used to teach a lot of classes at six a.m., so I started just doing stuff in the morning and getting my workouts done in the morning. But for a long time, um, I also did evening workouts, and it worked very well for me. But now, 
even if I don't want to be a morning person, I don't really have a choice because I think around 5, 5.30 a.m., you know, I have to kind of start getting up and starting to um, absorb the fact that this is my, this is where my sleep ends because otherwise waking up at five is actually very hard for me. Like if you tell me to wake up at seven and get going, I'll still do it. But five, no, I'm still not that disciplined to wake up at five. But Yona now actually starts her movement at five. And then, you know, it's like the end of my sleep. So, but honestly, I like it because I have now kind of started building in the discipline of going to bed by 1030. Mm-hmm. So earlier it was 1130, like on the weekends, like yesterday and the day before, I actually um, slept late. I slept like post 1130. And I was like, this is really not the right thing to do. But I know that on weekdays generally, also because of work and Yorna and everything put together, I don't have that luxury. So now I've just started advancing, you know, the time I go to bed. So I like the whole routine, although I still would like to wake up late and do everything yeah. through the day and sleep by 11. It's something that you've done like most part of your life. But you know what? sleeping early and getting that eight hours of sleep and waking up like super fresh at six you just feel like you have more that you can do you wake up at 5 5 36 it's so quiet and you can get so much done yeah, yeah. so you know you you don't I, I i believe that you don't need to change or force your body clock to um you know really really uh, change as such mm-hmm. right if you are not a morning person i think it's absolutely okay as long as no matter what time you sleep it's 11 11 30 12 you are getting good seven eight hours of sleep you're being productive your your health parameters are all great i think you're okay sleep and the rem and the deep sleep is what's important and not typically oh you have to wake up at 4 4 35 and you know i know circadian rhythm and all that is important i'm not going to yeah. get into it but you know, sometimes, I mean, what we do, our lifestyles, our jobs, you know, can just change certain schedules, right? Mm-hmm. So for all pe- the people listening, even if you sleep late, if you're ensuring you're getting your seven, eight hours of good sleep, I think you're in a good place. See, two and three, I would say is late because yeah. that's the time when you get into that very deep REM mode, right? Like mm-hmm. very deep sleep. Normally, that's that's a phase where your deep sleep happens. So you're kind of disturbing that schedule there but when I say late I'm talking about okay 11 11 30 like 12 mm. at the most yeah even if it's like 12 then you can still like sleep till 7 7 30 and get a good night's sleep because between 2 4 2 2 to 4 30 that's where your sleep is really really deep absolutely so I would change the 2 a.m.s to at least 12 a.m. Yeah. And uh, that that's, that's that will be a great habit change for a lot of people who are sleeping at 2. And I do know a lot of people who sleep at 2. Uh, yeah. And then, 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 of course, you can always work backwards, 11, 30, 11, if you want to make that change. How is it going um, with Belly Burn with Shway? Because the program has seen quite an overwhelming response, right? And we, we've come up with another yes. edition of it. How has your journey been with it? It has been on our mind ever since I came back from my maternity, ah. back to work, which is in January this year. And we've been contemplating doing like, you know, fat loss, weight loss program. And it, I think it was getting, it was close to my heart because I kind of experienced it over yeah. the last, you know, six, eight months myself. So I wanted to also put a lot of my learnings 
into place here with this program. So finally, we got down to doing it. And then, you know, of course, the lockdown happened and I couldn't shoot at the set. So I went back home. Uh, but Cult was really nice enough to like, you know, send me the whole camera set up to my house. And coming to now, right, um, we launched it in June and it was a four week program with meal plan, with with the works, right, with the 10K step challenge, motivating people. Uh, our Facebook group was doing tremendously well. Uh, we, we we wanted to build a community, you know, through this program so that we can inspire and motivate people consistently. All of this happened. And we saw like 31,000 plus people access the program, right? The first time and mm. which was the first program was launched on June 14th. And the four week program saw close to 31,000 people do it. Of course, not everybody ends up finishing the program, right? Because uh, some people stop halfway and a lot of people were also doing vaccination at that point. So yeah. people who stopped for vaccination also then took a break and restarted and all of that. Uh, but we saw some great results from this, right? A lot of people started sharing stories on um, how what changed and you know their inch loss, stamina, strength, endurance, everything. And then we knew that, you know, we had a great program in hand. It was, it, it's not, it's not, I mean, easy to Im implement it, especially for a beginner. It takes time. But we knew that this was a great habit building program as well, because once you finished four weeks, you've already kind of developed this addiction to working out every day. It just feels good, not, not because people are doing the program, because through this program, I've been able to touch a lot many lives right help a lot many people because the messages i keep receiving from women especially from different parts of the country is just uh my heart literally melts i'm not even exaggerating right like moms of two and three who have literally uh, no life apart from taking care of their kids and their work and household you know suddenly taking to uh, exercises like this because they really want to do something for themselves now that is what really hit the spot for me i was like okay this is meaningful you know <laughs> i really weight loss and inch loss and fat loss is a byproduct of exercise right you don't have to do too many things very differently so i know that will happen irrespective of whether you do belly burn or you do any program okay you do crossfit you do dancing you will still lose fat but if i'm able to change people's lives in the sense make fitness an integral part of their life, uh, help them give them their me time, help them come out of their anxiety, then, you know, that's what success was for me. And I know people who have reached out to me and also said that, you know, they're dealing with anxiety, they're seeing therapists and how this program also helped them kind of release a lot of that stress and anxiety. So just makes me happy that all of these were the added benefits of the program. Being involved in building that sort of a community where women can reach out to you freely and tell you that this has helped them Correct. a lot mentally as well. Um, in, yeah. Also in terms of the kind of headspace that they've been in and um, how they can take out some time and indulge in self-care or me care because I also feel very strongly about the fact that working out is meditation for me lifting heavy is my meditation right so everybody might have their versions of self-care I'd say and it's absolutely commendable that you've made people realize what their version is 
but how has it been for you personally i mean like the, there have been questions from a lot of new moms but there are a lot of women who also strongly believe that they should not be working out at all and i have yeah, seen true. being constantly active in your 9 months of pregnancy right so what true, is it that true. that your experience has been like um while you were being active and what would your recommendation be when you again you know i i basically compare our lives uh, just to people like our ancestors again okay like my grandparents and my parents how did they live and what do they do differently even when i'm raising yona and i'm doing certain things right i i still compare so i'm just saying that what did people do back then uh, first is they had early pregnancies okay which most of us women today don't because you know we are also more focused on our career and we want to get to some place before we think of you know uh, making a decision of this sort right yeah. uh, second is movement itself so if you look at the women like from my mom or my grandmom and etc uh, they were just generally active through the day which is they did their basic household chores they moved around they still went and you know they would draw water from the well they did your basic household chores which they were always used to doing okay now what is our basic household chore nothing we don't do anything we for us our basic household work is just go to the kitchen get our food out of the fridge put it in the micro eat and then maybe wash the dish or put it in the dishwasher or wait for a help to come right the yeah. max we do is sit in front of the laptop all day and do our jobs which is also equally important for us right like it like for my mother keeping mm-hmm. her house clean was equally important right yeah. but so because we don't have any activity we need to work out or we need to move more often right back in the days they didn't need to work out during pregnancy because they already were very active so my first message to all moms to be or mom or women who are planning babies and etc is don't go crazy about the fact that oh i have to work out when i'm pregnant but in general the message for all women is if you simply walk a lot every day that is a lot of fitness right there for prenatal hmm. right that is more than enough now i chose to pick up some weights and do some dancing is because my body is naturally been doing it for years for 10 years 15 years now right so like for example runners marathoners during yeah. pregnancy also run because their body is naturally used to it yeah so don't do anything unusual uh, during your pregnancy suddenly don't make big changes uh, that may not work in the favor your body may then react not so well so if you've been working out continue but reduce the intensity do it supervised if you've not been working out your go to should be walking walking yeah. walking is the best because it lubricates your joints it is great for you even as a comeback if you're active your coming back postpartum also can be great so don't do anything unusual continue doing whatever activities and choose to walk more often that's all that's my message but like how has your journey been after that i mean like how difficult was it or how easy was it for you to get back into fitness because of course like a lot of new moms struggle 
with getting back with the same energy levels and endurance levels of course and that will continue i think um uh, for five months postpartum you obviously won't have the same kind of endurance and same kind of stamina you know again uh, the the thing is um, you need at least two months okay that's the truth right after the tornado that has happened Hmm. Uh, so it needs two months so give yourself the two months for sure but that after like four weeks or so you can definitely start walking around a little bit inside the house right you can even step out of course but due to covid i said inside the house but walking is something you can start in four weeks but otherwise give yourself two months now a lot of moms i've noticed you know say um put fitness behind because it is obviously not priority and uh sleep is also very very you know messy right it's not easy for a new mom so then they don't really find the will power to actually exercise so i would say that if you feel um that doing getting some movement in even if it is for 30 minutes or oh, through dance through walking through anything right a simple strength workout do it for your own sanity and nothing else not with the intention of i need to get back fit i need to get yeah. thin i need to it's just for your sanity right because you go through a lot of emotions during that first 6 months 8 months of postpartum so to just maintain some sanity i would recommend everybody to do indulge in some sort of physical activity because physical activity releases a lot of happy hormones right yeah. endorphins and that can help a new mom tremendously uh, especially women who are almost you know kind of going through some sort of depression and etc during postpartum so that's first second thing is after you after like two months or you know like eight weeks the first thing you need to start is your core strength you know pelvic floor strength all those muscles that in your pelvic area that have gone through so much you need to focus on strengthening it don't do any other intense activity until you strengthen your pelvic floor your midsection your abdomen all of that you need to identify if you have diastasis recti you know the abdomen separation often goes unnoticed and then further damage happens right mm-hmm. like i ensure i went to a physiotherapist did all my checks so he checked my movement my range of motion you know my my hip joint movement my knee joint movement uh, checked for my uh, my abdomen my diastasis all of that before he could tell me okay you are ready to go right then you can just pick up the kind of activity that you were doing in the past or you can even pick up a new workout if you want but again start like a beginner i remember you know picking up like 2.5 kg weight 1 kg 5 kg you know that's how i was a beginner all over again just that the muscle memory kicks in so you are just able to pick up things a lot faster because you've been doing these things for a long time in in 6 8 months you know you're already lifting a decent weight you're doing you know you're you're dancing with same energy etc so walking core strength and then other activities that's the order and then my last message for all the you know uh, moms to be or who are already moms or dealing with postpartum are is that uh, yes you can you know even start your exercise 8 months later 6 months later 1 year later but my question to you is uh is it really that hard to make 20 to 30 minutes a day for yourself 
and then don't after or don't after two years say oh my god you know i didn't have the time i couldn't lose my weight look at me now it's getting so hard yeah i mean it is going to get that much more harder the more you push it if i had waited a year it would have been that much more harder for me physically mentally and emotionally right but if you start working on yourself uh, maybe even within six months it's it's a great time to start and honestly i'm sorry i'm saying this but since i've been through it almost with zero help radhika despite that if i've made it possible for myself i just feel like every woman is going to be able to make that time 30 minutes for themselves every single day so yeah. we can say that oh i don't have the time I, i'm not getting sleep or i can focus on getting a decent amount of sleep every time the baby sleeps and ensure that a certain time in the day is dedicated to my 30 minute workout and i see you like absolutely killing it with your prs and lifting really heavy and getting back to like the kind of shway i've seen working out in the intranagar center what are your plans with getting back to the center and taking classes honestly i can like right now go and take a class but <laughs> i think um, i've just like i've been obviously going out to the gym but then i go at a hour where there's probably nobody at the gym or maybe there are like two or three other people um even when i go for shoots right like we ensure that okay it's very very minimum number of people at the set and stuff like that so my only fear of going into a center is the number of people i'd have to then meet right and i don't think we're still in a you know very safe place right so i think i'm still quite scared and uh, i do have some amount of fear uh, more than anything because of yona right Yeah. So I'm just going to wait it out until the end of the year before I think of getting into a center and teach classes but it's truly what I love doing so yeah yeah I'll be there soon I'm sure everybody is looking forward to you coming to a physical center and like taking a full on proper dance fitness session which I really miss what do you see yourself doing next after BB which way what are your plans we uh, we do have uh, plans of launching a weight loss program sometime in september so we want to do something interesting and exciting every quarter that's the goal sounds good i'm sure everybody who's been following you on social media who has seen your journey who's who's stuck around since like 2016 done sessions with you will always always be energized and charmed absolutely by the way you carry yourself and the kind of energy you carry and and the kind of impact you've had on all of us just very happy being here having this chat with you so yeah you know my pleasure my privilege and i the, the more people i can reach out to through this podcast through classes through online you know the happier i am because um this is really what i feel my purpose is right to make people fitter healthier and happier and um, i normally don't miss out on any opportunity like these through which i can just reach out to more people like imagine from through your podcast i can reach out to maybe you know 5 10 additional or new people that i would have otherwise never met in my life right so i just believe that every opportunity that comes to you is just you know your privilege to get that opportunity and you got to make the most out of it so i think you know thank you so much for even having me over
thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode. You can subscribe to the podcast to keep getting updates on future episodes and you can also follow us on Instagram to get in touch and for all updates. Our Instagram handle is flexthetic_thepodcast. I'll see you guys very soon with a new elite athlete. Have a great day.